one half down, one half to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. LSU 14, BYU 0. Cougars trailing at the break for the first time since last year when UCLA had BYU down 10-0 at the break. Bruins went on to win by 3. BYU scored late to make it interesting, but a game that really felt like UCLA really deserved to win, kind of start to finish, and that's the vibe for 30 minutes of play here at the Superdome. Here's a deceiving number. LSU's average third down distance in the first half was 11 yards. Wow. That's largely due to one play. They had a third and 26 in there, but they converted third and eight, third and eight, third and two, missing on third and 11, third and 26. So an average third down distance of 11 is normally not good, but they rarely got to crucial third downs. They were gaining so much on uh, on first and second that they became first downs again without even getting to third. They only had four, th- rather five third down attempts of their 39 plays run. BYU, by the way, in uh, in third down efficiency, first half was one for four is all, 25%. BYU converted a third and nine to begin the game, then missed on third and nine, third and four, third and five. So the average third down distance for BYU is under seven. uh, LSU's at 11. Get LSU leading at 14 to nothing. We're about to begin half number two. BYU's four four possessions. uh, Every one but one, they've made a first down. So they have made some first downs on the, uh, the one that wasn't they had the uh, first play thrown for an interception. Kickoff from LSU takes Jonah Trinneman three yards deep in the end zone, and Trinneman takes it from near side to far side. Can he turn the corner? Flag flies. No matter what he gets, maybe coming back as he's flung down at the far boundary, got up to the 30-yard line. So a 30-yard return that will likely have part of it negated by a flag flying on the near side of the field. We are underway here at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, and a flag on the first. During play. the return, holding. Number 10, receiving team, half the distance to the goal, now, first down. Now this... Mel Green is these, whistled for the infraction. These just make you crazy as a coach. The, the return's left, so Jonah's going to run all the way to the left, and this is thrown over here outside the numbers on the right side of the field. So why would you hold on uh, the play that's going away from you? It, that's hard to understand. So that's a 20-yard penalty, Mark. Yeah. It's a 20-yard penalty. When you should be up at the 30, you're now at the 10. When you want things to go well for you, you just start back at the 10. And the flag flew away from where the play was going, as Mark noted. Straight up, straight away, handoff to Kavika Fonua. He gets a couple off the 12-yard line. BYU football brought to you by Ken Garf. We at Ken Garf Nissan of Orem are improving things for our customers. To see how, come visit our showroom. Located on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we hear Coops. Kavika is getting up slow. They've already lost one running back, and there goes another with an arm. It looks to be a right arm situation. It's exactly what K.J. Hall's deal was. K.J. Hall left the field favoring his right arm and left the game not to return, and now Kavika Fonua is out. Something went wrong with Kavika that time, and he's out. Trey Dye is in. And he'll vacate as Mangum throws under some duress. Complete for a first down to the 30-yard line to Matt Bushman. And was Mangum hit late? Well, that's Personal foul, roughing the passer. Number 99, defense, 15-yard penalty. 
first down. So add that to the end of the run, and BYU will now go from the 10-yard line out to the 45-yard line, first down and 10. They may mark it at the 44, but it'll be first down and 10 for BYU. It was the nose guard that just blew by Karoma. Tanner Mangum wondered what the flag was when the referee made the call. Tanner gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> he so was 44. Worried. 44-yard line, first down and 10 for BYU. They've yet to cross midfield, Mark, but they're six yards away. Yeah, they're so close. Tanner was worried that it was going to be a hold, I think, on uh, his own guy. Squally Canada is the lone setback. Mangum's under center. Corona ready to snap on the ball as Shumway motions in the handoff of Squally. Squally 45-yard line, maybe a yard beyond. So Shumway is coming in motion in order to be the trap man. Uh, he's going to, so they double team on the nose, and then they're going to kick out. Shumway's going to help on that double team. They're going to have two double teams to go up the middle of the field. And he overruns his block. He gets past where he wants to be able to make that throw, and uh, there's no game. Squally's yards per carry average is under two. He's got a long run of three, and his average is 1.8. BYU's long run for the day is the quarterback, Mangum, with a six-yard run. That is it. Straight eye. El Bakri for Die. Play action. Boot near side. Throw Die. Die makes the catch, and he's rocked immediately on second and nine, a gain of maybe three to third and six. Ed Alexander wrapped up Die after he made the catch. Well, there are openings out there. Chumway uh, uh, coming across was open. This time... Uh, he had El Bakri out here in the flat. Nobody went with him. He makes that play fake, and nobody's with him. You just go ahead and lob it to him out there in the flat. Instead, Tanner wanted to go across the middle again. 12.35 to go in the third quarter. LSU 14 and BYU 0. Third down and 7 BYU at the 47 of the Cougs. They've not gotten to midfield yet. They're three yards away from there. One for four on third downs are the Cougars. Trips left, single wide right, Mangum shotgun. Claps his hands, and we've got a timeout. Uh, timeout. BYU took the timeout. Yeah, yeah, the clock was going to run down. They got the snap off in time, but uh, BYU is afraid that we're going to get the penalty. Timeout. Tanner BYU was calling for the play. Their first. Timeout on the field. We'll take it. 12.20 to go in the third. LSU 14, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. At Utah Community Credit Union, you can get a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit and lock in that low rate for 10 years with absolutely no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. BYU trails LSU by a score 14-0. I shared the stat a moment ago, but with uh, Kavika Fonua leaving the game, a little dinged a moment ago. We think a lower body, not upper body. I said something armish, but it looks to be more lower body. In uh, looking at the way he left the field, the long run for BYU tonight, the long gain is six yards, and Tanner Mangum has it. Kavika Fonua's long run is four. Squally Canada's long run is three. And BYU as a team has rushed nine times for eight yards. LSU 28 times for 152. And a couple of scores, both from Darius Geis. Geis has 85 yards and counting. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons with you here at the New Orleans, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. They've made a couple plays in this drive, so uh, I have a little confidence that uh, they're going to be able to continue this drive by making this seven yards. Third down and seven. Can they cross midfield for the first time tonight? Last time LSU played in this building, they did not cross midfield the entire game. Of course, they were playing Alabama at the time. Boy. They've come out of timeout, and Tanner Mangum is still not exactly sure he likes what he sees out there formation-wise. 
Two wides left, single wide right, tight end right. Bushman goes to slot left. Trips left, strong side for Mangum. Mangum guns it, low for Shumway, and BYU doesn't convert on third down and seven. Intermediate throw for Shumway, and it just appeared to be down around his knees when it had to be up was around off his again. chest. The, the timing was off again. Yeah, it looked like Tanner was wanting to throw a second earlier. Shumway didn't ever make a move to try and catch that ball. See, he just doesn't, yep. he's not late. even looking yeah. yet. Yep. And so he doesn't get his head around in time to uh, make an attempt to catch it, so the timing was not right. BYU's one for five on third downs. That was one of the team's strengths last season. DJ Chark is back to receive the punt from... Johnny Linehan. Linehan's career average coming into last week was 42.6. His average last week was 42.6. A high hanger that's caught by Chark at the 14-yard line. We stay right here at the Superdome. 12.08 to go in the third. LSU 14 and BYU 0 is our score. Well, they get it out to the 47. So when we talk about field position, BYU does a nice job of picking up some first downs, getting field position, and then punting it to put LSU in a bad spot at the 14. Fillmore Spencer is Utah Valley's largest top-rated law firm. They can play offense, defense, or even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Darius Geis is the tailback to the left hip of Danny Etling, who's in shotgun. Etling's 9 for 10, and his one completion was a drop. And that's another completion, 10 for 11. As he goes near sideline, Russell Gage out of bounds at the boundary, gain of five. So uh, BYU has this attitude that uh, if you run it down and out, you pick up four yards, you just can't be consistent enough to keep doing that. So they kind of give up that underneath pass to the corner, and teams usually don't stay with it. They get tired of catching it. <laughs> so they try to go deeper. LSU's not fatigued yet. Yeah, they aren't. I know yeah. they aren't tired of that. <laughs> 10 for 11 for Etling tonight. 121 yards, passer rating 183. Etling gun, fake fly sweep, guns far side. Another one caught. Another first down made. He's 11 for 12 tonight. And on second and six, a gain of eight to DJ Chark at the far side of the field. Caught it about at the numbers, cut back inside for a few more yak yards, and they've moved the chains. 27-yard line, Etling shotgun, handoff, Geis, Geis, off tackle right, the pile moves for three to the 30-yard line. Second and seven coming up for LSU. You know, that first down conversion, Gowalka was on the coverage, and you can't help but think he had that deep uh, vertical in the back yeah. of his mind, giving a little more cushion than maybe he needs yeah. to. Then they come out and run the quick play in order to get the first down, or on the after the first down. But BYU closed pretty well on that last run. Darius Geis, 11 yards shy of the century mark, 21 for 89 and two scores. Etling under center. Move an extra tackle to the left for strength left. They put a wing back right. They stretch it right to Geis. And Geis is into the second level. First down, hit hard, but he spun off it. And fell ahead to the 43-yard line. That's a 12-yard run on second down and seven. You can hit him, yeah. but you're likely not going to drop him. It was like a Butch Pau kind of a hit, and uh, he just bounced off it. I don't know if that was Butch or not, but it was a good, solid shot. 43-yard line of LSU. Hanneman, Hanneman hit him high. Grabbed something. Hit him hard. Didn't knock him down, though. 101 yards now for Geis. Are they going to look at this at a target? Further review. No, he was certainly not. Well, I, I, I just wondered if they saw 
Hanneman's defenseless? head hit his head, or is that is what they're looking at? They can't be imagining that he was defenseless. He had the football. Right, but, are, but if it's helmet to helmet. Yeah, I know. Well, and, and it was a hard hit, and the first play he hit him high, and there's no other reason to review the play other than a targeting that's true. component. You know, the BYU so, rush defense has actually done quite well. Before that run, Geis was only averaging about 4.2 yards a carry. He's now at 22 for a buckle one. Two touchdowns, averaging about 4.6 on the night. Beat 7.8. And again, we have to presume they're looking at a targeting component here. No other reason to review that play. The first down line to game was not in question. Yeah. Oh. And so when I saw it immediately, I thought Hanneman might have some helmet to helmet as high as he hit him. After review, there was targeting on the play by number seven, yeah. BYU. Number seven is disqualified. And that's his second ejection in three games. First down. So Hanneman was ejected from the Poinsettia Bowl for targeting and is now kicked out of this game for targeting. And when I got the second look at it, it looked like it was a high hit. And on review, it's a targeting hit, and Hanneman's done. And he'll miss the first half next week against Utah. Yep. Third penalty for BYU. A, you know, it, it certainly is cautionary, and I and I have to agree that I am concerned about the game of football. Uh, I think that you got to let him play, but on the other hand, uh, you got to stay away from the head. I just think that's an important thing. Hanneman's standing on the sideline. They got to get him off the field. LSU is running its next play here at uh, first down and 10 from the BYU 42. Play action deep drop for Etling. Loads up and has a man open near sideline. Caught inside the 20. Russell Gage. Etling's big night continues. And LSU's in the red zone. And looking at first and goal at the 10-yard line. Etling has been excellent. The better of the two QBs. LSU the far better of the two teams to this point. BYU's down 14-0. And the Tigers knocking on the door. 9.31 to go. They hurry it up. And they run Darrell Williams middle for three yards to the seven. As Hanneman trudges his way into the tunnel and off the playing field. He is done for the night and done for the first half against Utah. Another targeting ejection for Micah Hanneman. Seven-yard line the spot for LSU, the BYU 7. Second down and goal as Darius Geis Etling. comes back on the field. A 101-yard night uh, so far. 32-yard pass by Etling, whose passer rating is around 200 right now. He's 12 for 13 yeah. for a buck 62. But he's got something going for him. He's got a run game that he can rely on, and so that slows down the pass rush. He's got time, and he's got open receivers. Tight formation, no wide receivers. Williams goes in end around as they hand off to Geis straight back, and Darius Geis limited to a one-yard gain to the six. So third and goal from the six. This may give Danny Etling a chance for a touchdown pass. His first touchdown pass of the night. Should they make it, handsome Tanayelu with the tackle at the six. So between the hashes, third and goal from the six for Etling and the Tigers. Of course, you might just toss Geis and say, that's our pass. <laughs> well, he, uh, he's been good with the play action. He's good on, his, on the move, and so he's got uh, good receivers. Again, no wides in the set. Wing back left and wing back right. They motion a wing from right to left. They're going to boot Etling. Etling on the run, looking to throw, pumping, pumping, throwing it for the end zone. Batted down by Warner. It's incomplete. Only Etling's second incompletion tonight. And really the first one that was had no chance of being caught. His only incompletion before that was a dropped pass. And so that's a true incompletion. And LSU's on to add to the score. 
of 14-0. They missed their last field goal attempt. Now they're lining it up roughly between the hashes for a 23-yard look. This would be Jack Gonsolin, who's yet to make a field goal as a collegian. Missed in the first half. Gets a look here early in the second. Blake Ferguson will snap it to Josh Groudon. The hold is down. The kick is on its way. And it is good this time. 17-0. Tigers lead the Cougars. Eight minutes even to go in the third quarter here at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. This is the Advocare Texas kickoff being played in Louisiana. It's LSU 17. It's BYU 0. It's the BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with a quick scoreboard update. Nearing the end of the game, it looks like Alabama is going to defeat Florida State. Number one, Crimson Tide leading the Seminoles 24-7. By the way, DeAndre Francois for Florida State left that game with an apparent leg injury. Now back to New Orleans where BYU trails 17-0 to LSU. The Bryant Heating and Cooling Broadcast booth and Greg Rubel, guys. Chef, thank you. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, seafood, or the award-winning Unlimited Salad Festival, Dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. 80-yard drive for the Tigers. Craig, nine, uh, play, nine oh. plays and 4.08 off the clock, ending in a 23-yard field goal from Jack Gonsolin. It's 17-0. Tigers over the Cougars in this Bayou catfight tonight. Good to have you with us. Mark Lyons with me here in the broadcast booth. I wanted to mention that Fred Warner made a terrific play on that third down. Uh, he was a little bit behind. He beat the receiver. And then forced the quarterback to make a throw, and he batted it out of bounds. It was terrific. Connor Culp, the kickoff. And Jonah Trineman from the seven-yard line was outside the far numbers and kept just shy of the 20, so a long field facing BYU. About an 81-yard field. 19-yard line the spot. BYU first down and 10. The Cougars just shy of 70 yards of total offense. LSU 334. So BYU being outgained by more than a 4 to 1 margin. The possession time is big enough. 26 to 11 minutes right now is the possession edge. Plays run, more than 2 to 1 edge. 48 to 22 are the plays run in favor of LSU. BYU first down and 10. Tanner Mangum and shotgun. Trey Dye to his right hip. And the run game for BYU is non-existent tonight. Mangum pumps. Fires deflected, intended for Bushman, didn't get to him. Deflected at the line. It was actually intended for Shumway, beg yeah. your pardon. It was deflected by Christian Lockature at the line of scrimmage. Now that that's the play that they just had to make that time, Greg. Uh, it was zone cover, so Shumway's got a lot of room underneath. Uh, Tanner gets the direct snap, quickly steps and delivers, and instead of making that completion and picking up five or six, it's batted away, and they're looking at uh, second 10. It's another negative play for them when they want to come out and be positive. BYU tight end and wing back left, wide receiver left. Single wide to the right, the wide side for Mangum, who claps his hands, receives the snap, wings it near side, complete to Trey Dye. Trey Dye wrapped up and forced out of the 25-yard line on second and 10, gain of six. Third down and four coming up for BYU from its 25-yard line. Jonathan Rucker makes the tackle for LSU. Trailer, yeah, he's playing the, comes across, and he's a linebacker and uh, was able to run with Trey Dye to the sideline. The front of the 25, BYU, third down and four. Nate? Yeah, just the closing speed and the tackling of LSU has just been spot on all yeah. evening. Very impressed 
Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Another third down for BYU. The Cougs are tonight one for five. Mangum shotgun. They need four from the 25. Trips left. Nothing right but the tight end on the short side. Mangum will look left. Fire left over the shoulder of Shumway, and it's not caught. Is it broken up or a drop, Mark? Is it busted up by the corner I'm pretty sure he got his hand up there just at the right time to bat that ball away. It looked like Nickelback Kerry Vincent Jr., and it looked like Shumway was in line to make the catch at the far side of the field. Ah, Just a drop. Yeah, Yeah, just squeeze it. it. I mean, Vincent's there to make it life difficult for Shumway, but I see two hands on the ball. I saw it live, and he just didn't haul it in. That should have been completed. Hand was up there just a little bit late. BYU one for six on third downs now. And their third down distance is more manageable tonight as Linehan rugby's right and right to DJ Chark. He's got 10. He is out of a tackle for 15 and 20. DJ Chark is ultimately tackled by the punter Johnny Linehan. Cougars had cracks at him and not bringing him down. It ends up being Linehan to save it from going any further for Chark. Chark on the return, a quick 10 yards, hit, stood up, bounced off it. Good news and bad news. I think that was Fanua. Ankle tackle and then ran out of it. So <laughs> Fanua's back in. Then yeah. The third guy, Linehan, brought him down. That's a rugby tackle by a rugby player. We'll take a break. 6.47 to go in the third. Tigers 17, Cougars 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to BYU Football. Let's head back to the Gunther's broadcast booth. Text COMFORT to 88588 for 10% off your next Gunther's service. Alongside Mark Lyons, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, we are in the second half of BYU's second game this season. On the season so far, BYU's had 19 third down attempts. Guess what BYU hasn't had yet this season? A third and one. Yeah. Okay. They're they're yeah. getting they're getting third and intermediate or third and long every time. They never have the gimme third down, the third and one, the third and two. Of the nineteen third downs, one third and two, and on the third and two they rushed tied Trey Die for one yard last week. So <laughs> they're into the second half of the second game, and BYU's yet to move the chains on third down via rush at any point. And third and one is yet to happen this year for BYU. And tonight on their third downs, and there have been six of them. It's been third and nine, a make, then a miss on third and nine, miss on third and four, miss on third and five, miss on third and seven, miss on third down and four. We are back in. LSU first and ten at the BYU 37. The handoff to Darius Geis. Geis with the arms flailing and the legs churning, has a gain of six. Running off tackle right, Corbin Kofusi makes the tackle. That last sequence ended in a 44-yard punt and then a 32-yard punt return from D.J. Chark setting him up at the 37. It's down to the 31, ball between the hashes, second down and six. Make it second and four for LSU. 6.23 to go in the third, 17-0. Tigers lead the Cougars. There's a shift. Tackle moves from left to right. Tight end moves from right to left. Fly sweep man is not going to receive it as they give it to the deep back, Geis. And Geis has another first down. Needing four, he got seven. So a run Follow. of six, a run of seven, and LSU not needing the benefit of third downs to move the chains. Follow the fullback right into the gap and just uh, follows him and follows him. Now, uh, Greg, I thought Portland State was better than what we had imagined. I think uh, LSU is better than what I was imagining. Uh, they're playing really well. They're solid. They've got good athletes. So I'm impressed. 
Ball near hash, the left hash for Danny Yetling, who steps to the center. They motion an end-around man. They give the Geis up the middle. Geis bounces off a tackle once and twice. Third guy wraps him up, Troy Warner. It'll be a gain of three to the 21-yard line. From the 24 to the 21, a flag flies after the play. And LSU players are clapping. Is there a frustration foul coming from BYU? Well, we saw that they, uh, some, there was some extra hitting going after the last play, and I think there was a continuation of that uh, extra play from last play carried over into after this one. After the play was over in sportsmanlike conduct, number 92, defense. This is number 92's first unsportsmanlike conduct foul of the game, half the distance to the goal, first down. Foul on handsome Tanielu. And it'll put the ball at the 11, just outside the 10. So the 10 and a half yard line. So LSU can get a first down without a touchdown. Just outside the 10, five and a half to go in the third quarter. LSU 17 and BYU 0. Total yardage about 5 to 1 right now. 351 to 75 is the margin. BYU is getting walloped right now. Down 17 yeah. nothing on the scoreboard. Shotgun for Etling. Darius Geis left hip. Two wides to the right. They're going to motion a wide receiver to create trips right. And sprint right for Etling. Steps out of a tackle. Steps up. Having evaded Peely and slides inside the five. It'll be a gain of six. Second and four from the five. Coming up for LSU. The Tigers lead BYU 17 zip. And they're looking to add more with 444 to go in quarter number three. Second and four from the five for the Tigers. Kind of interesting that he ran that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a pass play. And uh, he had an open receiver that uh, he's intended to throw to. Instead, he went ahead and ran the football. Maybe he thought he was going to get in the end zone. Ball far hash. Tigers right to left here in the third. Darius guys the tailback. Etling's under center. Tight formation. No wides in the set. Everything is hugging the line of scrimmage. The handoff is to Geis. Geis is hit from the side. Rhett Sandlin shot in from his defensive end spot to crash into the thighs of Darius Geis before he got only a yard downfield. So third and three from the four for LSU. They closed that down nicely. So that's that double tight, double wing. And they've uh, run this quite a few times. But every time they've run it, they've run Geis up the middle. So they get a double team with an extra blocker. They keep the same formation, tight ends and wings to either side. Geis the tailback on third and three from the BYU four. Watch the Tigers bootleg. up 17 zip. Oh. This time they get to the end around wing, and he's met at the three-yard line. J.D. Moore was stood up. As he came on end around motion, they gave him the ball, but didn't get any closer to the goal line. So on fourth and three from just outside the three, it's field goal time again. That's a nice hold by the defense yeah. in that uh, they had the uh, LSU had the ball at the 37-yard line to start this drive. And Fred and Tanner in on that tackle. Be a 20-yard uh, field goal attempt from Jack Gonsolin to make it 20 to nothing. Kick is up, and it is through for three. And so from the 20, he gives the Tigers 20 with 3.08 to go in the third quarter. LSU shutting out BYU, and we're taking a timeout on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tonight's game is brought to you by America First, Utah's number one credit union. Join America First and be part of a winning financial team. Go to AmericaFirst.com for details and go Cougars. 
3.08 to go in quarter number three here at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. Tigers of LSU 20, BYU yet to score. We saw a 20-yard field goal at the end of a 34-yard drive. Seven plays, 3.30 off the clock. But as Mark noted, the drive began at the BYU 37 and did not get into the end zone. Connor Culp kicking off. Ball settles five yards deep with Jonah Trinneman, who thought about it and then thought twice and takes a knee and BYU out to the 25. Probably a good choice on that kick. Well, for as fast and uh, short, tackle, short tackling as LSU has demonstrated tonight, I was really impressed with the one return by Trinneman where he got around the left end. It was called back by penalty. But the guy has enough speed to always be a threat to take it to the house. Yeah. Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten, who keeps us in business. 25-yard line, ball between the hashes. Tanner Mangum in the offense, back out on the field. BYU going left to right as we see it, and you hear it. BYU needs something right here, so let's uh, go ahead and wish them good luck on this State Farm drive of the game, sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. Offset eye, Albacri and Canada. Mangum. Crouches beneath T. John Caroma. A play action. A settle. Pressure from LSU. A throw under some duress, and it is incomplete intended for some way at the far sideline. Good coverage there at the boundary. And uh, Tanner was throwing with a uh, man in his face, and that was the safety Ed Paris running with Shumway to the far sideline. It goes incomplete. Second down and 10. Tanner Mangum has completed 9 of 17 passes for 67 yards. He's won for his last 5 throwing it. Yeah, again, he has another guy in his face again. He's got nobody open to throw it to, so he's just got to take a chance and gets it out there in a good spot where his guy has a chance, but uh, wasn't able to make the play. Settling in the shotgun is Tanner Mangum. Trey dies to his right hip. This will be a passing situation. Tanner slaps the ball. Thought middle. Throws in front of the intended receiver, Aleva Hifo. Incomplete. BYU third down and 10. It's the first third and 10 tonight. So it's the first series all game, which BYU got nothing on first and nothing on second. It's a third and 10 for the first time, and they're trailing 20 to nothing with 2.55 to go in the third here at the Superdome. Tanner really rushed on that one because he's had somebody coming in and hitting him and in his face. So this time he's got good protection. He's waiting to find somebody. But you see him shuffling his feet, kind of antsy, and then he throws the ball erratically, just doesn't get everything under. He doesn't have the poise that he wanted. Third down and 10. Mangum gun. Tight trips left. They make it quads left as Die vacates. Empty for Mangum. Mangum is sacked. Back at the 17-yard line. Shooting in is Corey Thompson, the linebacker, to sack Mangum. And BYU now punts it away on a drive that went backwards. He runs a loop stunt, so he comes from his outside linebacker position and comes up the middle. And uh, BYU's just a little bit late in recognizing it, trying to get over to knock him away from Tanner. But, uh, boy, he does a good job of bumping off the block and making a nice tackle, stopping that drive. Second sack tonight. Linehan is backed up inside his five-yard line. DJ Chark is the punt returner for LSU. BYU has one rushing yard tonight after that sack. Linehan, three steps to the right. Kick is away. Chark between the hashes, makes the catch at the 35. He spun around once and twice and dropped for a minimal gain, maybe a couple of yards on the return. We'll stay right here with two minutes even to go in the third quarter. BYU down 20 to nothing. Yardage for BYU is yet to get past 70. They're at 68 yards on the night, 359 for LSU. Possession time is 30 to 12. 
And BYU does have all of one rushing yard tonight. This is a new high in rush yards allowed by an Elisa Tuiaki defense at BYU. Toledo at 187 had the mark. Until tonight, it's 197 and counting for the Tigers. Daryl Williams in for Geis. Play action. Etling shuffling. Scrambling to his left. Thought about throwing. Tucks it. Evades the tackler. Steps aside from one and two. And the third Moonga does drop Etling, who was falling to the ground at the 41-yard line. Out of all that, he got himself four yards. Give him five. It'll be second and five for LSU. And this is one of those chances where you get a, you know, those linemen never get to hit quarterbacks. And this time you've got him in your sights, and he just misses him. He rolls out of there, and he uh, becomes elusive enough that he's able to go down without getting hit hard. That's it, elusive enough, something Kalani Sataki alluded to in our pregame interview. Daryl Williams, the lone setback. Atling's under center. Motions receiver from right to left. Settling at the left wing. And then back to the right he goes as the handoff is to Williams. Williams to the second level, running left. Troy Warner wraps up, and they force him out at the uh, midfield stripe. Needing six, they got nine. And it's first down LSU at midfield. Well, they just seal everything off. That offensive line does such a terrific job. There's no penetration. Everybody is sealed right at the line of scrimmage. And so when that back gets the football, he's able to run laterally along the line of scrimmage till he gets to the end man, and then he turns up, and the secondary is forced to make the tackle. Yeah, 45 seconds to go in quarter number three. LSU 20, BYU no score. BYU last shut out at Michigan back in 2015. Williams, the tailback, takes the handoff and comes off tackle left, and... This follows the wave down to the 46 of BYU. Gain of four, second and six. That may be the final play of the third quarter. Tavita Moonga on the tackle for BYU. And he's a little slow to get up, but he does. A little hobbled is Moonga off that play. And that's probably going to do it. So LSU will take a 20 to nothing lead into the fourth quarter. That is our final play. After three, LSU 20, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.